0: The college football experience, inventational projections and picks, as well as bowl games, part three episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet's now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in game odds, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollar free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. That's com slash W Y N N B E T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by our mini helmet contest. Yes, the SGP mini helmets are now in store and we're giving away one of them for free. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet. That's com slash helmet.
1: This is Brian Bosworth, aka The Boz. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Peace out. Boz Out.
0: Good old, the Invitational. Yes, we're going to pick our winners for the Invitational. And it's our bowl game part three series. I am joy- Well, actually, wait. If you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, my name is Colby Swing and Base, Dan, a.k.a. Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under,
1: where a man thinks on his feet speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy.
0: Just getting healthy again. All right. I got my pirates on the TV right now. They're winning, but I mean, come on, that's what they do. That's what they do. I am joined by my co-host, give it up for former, former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eaten bank robin. Uh <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash college experience, uh give it up for Patty C in the place to be. How you doing, Hi,
1: brother? Uh, well, the YouTube jet. Yeah. Already clowning. <laughs> what, what, what did, what did you say?
2: Where is Patty C? Who cares about Carmen, San Diego? Where in the world is Patty C? <laughs>
1: oh man, would you got got what? The, Chris, the Chris Penn comment already coming up? <laughs> would you knock uh, off a Walmart this morning? That one What's that? <laughs> do you knock off a liquor store or Walmart this morning? Hey, I'm making do with what I got. Plus, it's cold here. I don't know if you guys. Uh, got the you you're back in California. You had an 80 degree Christmas, Colby. Oh, yeah. You know what Christmas was here? Negative four wind chill.
0: Oh, I love it. Football weather, baby. D- tell me you're flying <laughs> southwest. Tell me you're flying southwest.
1: No, no, but I did see uh, see what they're dealing with over there. That's miserable.
0: They're they're just dealing with a little little couple thousand dust ups. Dust up. uh, <laughs> we, we are joined by third man in the booth. The DFS God himself. Come play. Bowl season, DFS, CFP, Invitational DFS. All right, we tweet it out all the time at TCE on SGPN on Twitter. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, Tobacco Road living, the free lock giving, farmer, farmer, Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up
2: for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's going on, guys? Oh man, I mean, one I'm more just, week of college football. I mean. We got a
0: lot to talk about the off-seasons spicing up some uh but I mean what's your take on all these bowl games so far see, Nick
1: You know
2: I, in general I thought that the holiday weekend was uh pretty lacking of good sports and I thought there should have been more bowl games the couple of bowl games are that that you know one uh, one Christmas Eve one just one Monday afternoon uh, in general, I thought for a holiday weekend, sports was lacking big time this past weekend, you know, a, a limited number of college football games, college basketball. Wh- wh- what happened there? I mean, you just had a handful on Christmas day, that tournament in Hawaii, you had no games on Christmas Eve, none on the day after Christmas. And then the NFL, you know, where their primetime games were just awful. <laughs> like, I don't know if it was either like the Jaguars jets last Thursday night The Raiders Steelers Saturday night, which was you you couldn't watch it. the The Bucks Cardinals. (laughs) Oh, geez. I mean, uh, yeah. In general, the bowl games. There's been some entertaining ones. There's been some snooze fest today. Much what we expected. A
1: couple snooze fests. Well, post Christmas is when the uh, the meat of the bowl season is. Obviously, not anymore. Yeah, Yeah, there's not that much could a good like stuff to look forward to. Even the Orange Bowl. Are you excited about that? I guess we'll get to this, but it hasn't been that exciting yet. You're right.
2: Yeah. Take the game on, take the game that, that kicks in about an hour and a half, Wisconsin, Oklahoma state on paper sounds good, but it sucks. Cause everybody's not playing. The coaches aren't there, you know? Uh, so that's, I, I don't think the games are necessarily going to get any better unless you're talking invitational. Cause those two games I'm definitely excited for. Yeah.
0: And it's why you have to have a large playoff, but you've heard me talk about that a million fucking times. Um, do we want to touch base? Let's, I mean, I guess we should uh, recap on some of these ones, you know, wake forest beats, Missouri, uh, Eli Drinkwitz yet to have a winning season and three tries at Missouri, but yet extended What are your thoughts NC Nick about Eli Drinkwitz in the Missouri tigers?
2: Dude, we did uh, the Missouri preview back in the summer? And we said it was a big year for him because number one, he is recruiting very well. He's bringing in more talent to Columbia than probably ever before, but that hasn't resulted, you know, in, in, into wins or or enough wins to, to, to feel secure in his job. So that, you know, this was year three, year three is now wrapped up year four. He seems to be on somewhat firm ground, but Another six and six type season. And the, dude, this is SEC play. If you're not winning, they're going to get rid of you quickly. So uh, I, I was kind of surprised he was extended that quickly. But yeah, hey, so far, SEC, where look, we're very early in, SEC is 0 and 2 in bowl games, ACC is 2 and 0. So clearly the ACC is a better conference in football.
1: <laughs> Something like that.
0: Uh, sure, sure. Uh, G- <laughs> G- GBO Farms, what, what do you think about that one? Uh, <laughs> Um, I guess we should touch base I mean Houston wins they pushed I thought if they could have made an extra point they would have covered um Air Force how about that Troy Calhoun wraps up his third 10 win season out of four years and the only the only reason why perhaps they didn't get a fourth one is uh covid season uh they they rolled the Baylor Bears man should we should we give him a little a little bit of time to talk about the Falcons to Troy Calhoun is he the most underrated coach in America Patty C?
1: I mean, I don't know what else you need to do at this point to get uh, an interview for a big job. You know, he, he should be on any, any program's radar period, uh, radar period. Obviously, Colorado was able to get primetime, but uh, if you're turning down a dude who has three 10-win seasons in his last three full seasons, then you're an idiot program. Fortunately, they were able to get primetime, but any other program basically in the country should be taking a look.
0: Yeah. Nick, what do you make of air forces?
2: Three, 10 10-win seasons in four years, spectacular man. And I, I hope Calhoun doesn't, doesn't go anywhere because he does seem like a perfect fit at air force. He's been there forever. Uh, is he deserving of a bigger job? Sure. You know, this game here, I think it was very heavy winds, which, which favored air force, but it doesn't matter. They, they basically dominated that game and he's doing an outstanding job. Give him some credit.
0: Yeah. I mean, sup- I was a bit surprised Western Kentucky whooped South Alabama, but a bunch of guys yeah. that we thought were in the portal. That were opting out played.
2: Tough to forecast that. Um, that's, that's two years in a row that, that <laughs> that's happened for Western Kentucky. So, talk about, you know, a buy in, you know, for the head coach there is doing a, a fantastic job as well. Two years in a row. I mean, bringing the Hilltoppers to, you know, be, being somewhat of a household name in the uh, group of five.
1: Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Uh, that's the Helton secret is a uh, salesman, keeping the guys around. There you go. Keeping yeah. them out of the portal.
0: I thought this was hilarious. San Diego State held Middle Tennessee State to negative sixty-six yards rushing, and they <laughs> lost.
1: <laughs> That's got to be a first. <laughs>
0: negative sixty-six yards rushing, and they lose the game. Chase Cunningham threw for uh, two two thirty-six. I don't even understand it. Like, I mean, if you threw for two thirty-six, minus sixty-six, uh, what's that? I mean, one seventy, something like that, right? How did you win a game? How do you win a game with 170 yards of offense? Uh, but they did 25-23 in Hawaii against San Diego State. Brady Hoke, man, should I understand you? He had another winning year, seven and six, but they should pull the plug on him. Call me crazy. I know they just went to the Mountain West Championship two years ago, and maybe I'm being unrealistic. But they they just got a brand new stadium. Huh? They're trying to get in the Pac-12. This is not a good look.
1: Yeah. Uh, if you can lose a game, despite how I'm looking at it right now, <laughs> a, a yardage advantage of 170 to 364 wow. for San Diego State. How is it possible to lose that game? And uh, I guess uh, no, it was pretty close into the fourth quarter. That wouldn't that one was an entertaining game. You know, give it credit. Despite and
2: on the flip side, what about our guy Stockstill? You know, the haters in Murfreesboro they wanted him out. Yeah, And if we can borrow a line from days of thunder, there's nothing stock about the stock car. Well, there's nothing stock <laughs> about Rick Stockstill. Still. You can't find head coaches like that uh, you know, on the shelves at your Walmart.
0: <laughs> I still can't believe between that and Seth Luttrell and, and, and North Texas actually pulled the plug on Seth Luttrell. I, he should be hired somewhere else, but also Stockstill, still eight and five. They win at Miami. They beat San Diego state. These are teams that are way better on the recruiting trail than them. I, I don't understand what more you want out of your program. To uh, you know, I understand they got whooped by JMU. Okay, maybe that one. That's one blemish. All right. Well, that's
1: that's going to happen. <laughs> that's what happens to pretty much everyone. So don't worry about it.
0: All right. Well, we'll talk. We'll touch base on on another. Uh, you know. Well, I mean, I guess today you had Buffalo. How about Buffalo taking down Georgia Southern? We're going to talk more about Georgia Southern and, and Buffalo. Uh, in a minute here, but, uh, Memphis waxed, absolutely waxed, uh, uh, Utah state, man, I was on the wrong side of that one. Um, what, what did you
1: guys catch any of these ones? I believe I was on the wrong side of that one too. Right. I think we all, no, I don't know. Uh, you I'm, I'm drawing Memphis, a blank. That was a good th- week ago. I, that,
2: I think you were on Memphis. Patty. Yeah. I, I think, think you Kobe were, and I I were think on were, Utah yeah. state. Now I don't know okay. if it would, it, it made a difference or not, but Utah State was on their third string quarterback Cooper Legus Well, yeah. he he got injured in the yeah, game and did yeah. not return. So they were on their fourth string, a, a fellow named Bishop Davenport, who actually looked pretty solid, but uh, that was kind of in garbage time, you know, against a pre a preventer a soft defense. So uh yeah, yeah, you know, Utah State's been a weird team all season. So it it figures they don't show up for the bowl game. Yep,
0: yep. Um, all right. Well, look, I want to get to some off season news. Um well, first I guess
1: don't try and skate by the last one, uh, new Mexico state.
0: Well, we're going to talk about that in a second, because I'm going to talk about some coaches that have been, okay. you know, we're going to recap uh year one, but I, I wouldn't look, I can credit that. I called for a bowl game. I think you were laughing at me. I said they could go to a bowl game. I actually called for oh, five no, wins. No, no, I think. No.
1: Yeah. Overall, you get credit for your call. You just pulled out at the last second. You know, a typical Coleman move there. <laughs> um, now, the first been, time there. <laughs> you had been on board, you know, all season long. So I gotta give you credit. It was it was your sales job that made me go with uh, New Mexico. Oh, Michigan. yeah.
0: Our lock battle, right? We had a battle there. Uh well, what's yeah. his name? Got knocked out, the quarterback of Bowling Green. But yeah, shout out to Jerry Kill. That's what he does. Um, we're gonna talk more about that in a second. Uh want to talk Sam Hartman hit the portal today oh. guys after winning at Wake and uh there's rumors that he is going to Notre Dame. Um what do you think that would do for Notre Dame if they if they land Hartman because I still think they lack explosive players like you could put all the quarterbacks you want back there. You got to get Michael Myers gone. Uh your receivers have uh, when's the last time Notre Dame's uh, I guess Claypool, but they haven't had a lot of great wide receivers. In a long time, I feel like um, I know, I so, know, f- yeah. But still, never like, never like the Holtz era.
1: I feel like the Holtz era had yeah. guys. No straight game, but who they have? like uh, Golden Tate? That was a a while back, but obviously he, he turned into a decent one.
2: They had some um, Marja who ended up playing uh, baseball instead of yeah. That's of the true. NFL, he was good. he was good. Yeah,
1: you're right. They've had some recent ones too that I'm drawing a blank on, but no, no, like all pros. So what do you think?
0: I mean, I like obviously Hartman's better than drew pine. Who's now at Arizona state, but I still think like, if you don't have the skill positions and you're losing Michael Meyer, who was like 90%
2: of your passing offense, I feel like uh, well, dude, the portals not done with, I mean, who, who's true. saying if, who's saying if they get a great passing quarterback, like Hartman, that that could be attractive for a lot of uh, receivers in the portal. True, true. I'm just saying they got it.
0: They better do that. Notre Dame's been a little more reluctant than other programs, and some of that is academics on bringing in
2: people from the portal. So, um, that well, I'm kind of bummed about this though, because I, I, Hartman just belongs at Wake Forest. First off, he's already been there for about six years. You know, <laughs> I, I'm not knocking him. I, I, I mean, you got an opportunity to play for Notre Dame. Yeah, maybe, maybe you take Give it. I'm, I'm sure he's getting a bag states. of cash. Clawson talked about it. it, it yeah, ta- Clawson was like pretty much saying, if my guys can get money, then go get money. And look, I mean, Hartman's not necessarily like a top pro prospect because he is kind of undersized and he's old, you know, NFL likes to, to draft him of like three years ago. Yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. maybe this is his chance to make the most money he'll ever be able to make in his life. Yeah. So you can't you can't blame him, but I kind of wish he would have uh finished his career at Wake. Step up that money, man. Why don't you donate to the NIL man at Wake? Come on. That's right,
1: man. Yeah. <laughs> uh we I also- mean, let me What's ask that? you this real quick. Does that change you know them hosting Ohio State next year? Does that put them in that game as a contender uh week one? Not not or, no, right no, now.
0: No, it's week three, I believe. We're four.
1: Week three next year. I'm looking at this year. Yeah. Week uh week four next year.
0: Yeah. And to me, if if they gotta get better skill position, guys. They don't have if they get some like Nick says in the portal, what am I hearing right now? Seems like a fucking aircraft is la- landing right now <laughs> here or something. It's totally
1: yeah. my place. I don't have the uh, microphone here. I didn't bring it across the country, so uh, I think you're hearing the air conditioning in the house. Okay.
2: Uh, well <laughs> Well, Patty, it's, it's not negative 1 degree now if you have the AC on.
1: <laughs> oh all oh, take this off. But you guys don't want to see the fro that's going to come out of this. So.
0: Uh yeah, I don't know. I think they got to get better skill position guys though for uh for for uh for, for them to really contend against uh, Ohio State or something. But I'd
2: be curious to see how they use him too. I mean, he's always been in the same system at Wake and and going to Notre Dame, obviously the system's going to be different. Yeah, th- there could be a lack of weapons. So, I'm very intrigued, but yeah, well, and, you know, to uh, to Pat Kaplan's point in the chat, if you're a Notre Dame fan, I think you should be excited. for Oh, sure. of course, of course. But I, this is going to be interesting to watch
0: because I know Phil Jerkovic was outspoken about Notre Dame's offense is not quarterback friendly. He called out yeah. Tommy Reese and 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 uh, what's Brian Kelly for saying like they don't let you be a good quarterback there. Essentially, like the, you you very you you stay in a very basic system and. You know that'll be interesting to watch with, with Hartman there if he does go to Notre Dame. But this is still rumor. This is not official. Well,
1: uh, speaking of, definitely ru- apparent whenever they play a, a big game that they don't have an extra gear offensively. And
2: speaking of the lack of Notre Dame receivers in the pros, when was the last time they uh, turned out a good quarterback? Am so, I forgetting someone? Is, is there somebody obvious that I'm forgetting? I don't Theis, think so. Mm-hmm. or
1: Montana, right? <laughs> 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 uh, I mean, even powers. like the whose song is on the team right
2: now, like Rick Meyer. I mean, but we're going back to like the eighties and nineties. Like, is there, has there been anybody in the last palace wasn't good in the NFL, Brady Quinn. Yeah. Was that the last Uh, one that like
1: actually got some snaps? uh, Uh, Who is the guy uh, that went to the Packers? He got a few snaps up there. The big tall guy. uh, Well, uh,
0: Jarius Jackson got a few snaps with the Broncos. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, Portal is batshit crazy as you can imagine. Keaton Slovis says, "I had enough of Narduzzi ball. Take me out to Provo so I can super soak with all those
2: Cougars." (laughs) Keaton Slovis to BYU. Nick, your thoughts? I mean, it's for him, it's a great move. I think. Uh, So is Jaron Hall done? Has he exhausted his eligibility? No,
0: but I heard he was gonna go pro. But who who knows? Mm. I don't think that's official yet.
2: Right. Right. You know. I don't think th- things in pit weren't working out that great for Slovis. First off, I don't know how good Slovis is. You know, yeah. I don't think he beats out Jaron Hall if, if if Hall comes back. Um, he's a, he's a solid college quarterback. Yeah, so may, yeah, go to an offense where you get to show your skills a bit more. I understand it. Patty C, what do you make Slovis? BYU is uh, for Big
0: Twelve play going to be uh, bananas? Slovis ball, they're going to light it uh, up.
1: I mean, I, you would think you would light it up. It, it's interesting to see like what Sataki's offense uh, benefits more from, like a traditional pocket passer or a uh, a dual threat. Because obviously they weren't quite as explosive this year, but you know last year they were good. I think he can work with whatever you know. But I think uh, Slovis will definitely be a pretty darn quarterback for him to have, and so I expect them to be pr- pretty good offensively with him.
2: Yeah, Deshaun Kaiser. Yeah, there you Deshaun go, Kaiser. Shout out to Pat Kappa, pulling that up in the chat. There you Forgot go about him.
0: Well, J.T. Daniels, he probably started with uh, Deshaun Kaiser. Started playing college
2: football at the, around the same time. And Sam, and Sam Hartman, yeah, and he, uh, Austin uni yeah.
0: He transferred to Rice. He said, "You know what? I, I had enough of this Pac-12 bullshit." And then he was like, no, "No, no, no, I had enough of this SEC bullshit." And then he was like, no, "No, no, 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 I had enough of this Big Twelve bullshit. Give me some." <laughs> see C- CUSA. No, no, no. No, no, no. AAC
1: cuz Rice
0: <laughs> Rice is playing in the AAC next year.
1: He's just see? trying to squeeze a little time in each conference in. Yeah.
0: J- JT Daniels to Rice. Nick, you're Owls. Could they <laughs> could they revive
2: a one-time ta- a one-time five-star? All I know is they hit the over for me this year <laughs> and uh that's some talent going to a smaller school. Him and McCaffrey Uh-oh. could be a lethal connection. That's right, and they had quarterback problems this year. Well, I think there's some uh, injuries, right? Yeah, a bunch. I feel like, yeah, yeah. So there's yeah you know, some stability there. Sure, why not? Again, kind of similar to Slovis. I don't know how good J- JT Daniels is. He <laughs> well, seems like an average college quarterback. Another thing is he gets injured all the time. So if you're if you're already getting injured often,
0: <laughs> you're bringing in one of the more injured injury prone quarterbacks in the yeah. history
2: of college football. Yeah.
0: Uh, Patty C, what do you think? JT Daniels going to revive Rice?
1: What what happened with him at West Virginia? I would yeah, be lying if I said I was following their quarterback situation closely enough to see how that well they benched him out there.
0: after the way the f- the freshman played. He was th- they were running option read with him. He was running and they were having just having more success. But I blame some of that. West Virginia played eleven power fives. They almost beat Pitt in the opener. Like they should have had Kansas. They had Kansas up. They were up big on Kansas early. Kansas comes back and wins. I mean, they were close to be like a seven and five team, eight and four team, but they couldn't get it done. And now he's off and, and you know, I'm surprised they retain Neil Brown, but yeah, that that's essentially what happened as he goes to rice. Uh, Patty. C- I mean,
1: you could argue that he's been on a consistent slide in terms of uh, I guess, <laughs> typical often offensive potency going from USC <laughs> to Georgia, to West Virginia, all the way down to rice. It's just like, he's slowly finding his level. What's Maybe
0: crazy? What's crazy is I think he's undefeated as a starter at Georgia. I don't think he ever <laughs> lost a game as a starter in Georgia. Uh, which which almost makes you value. What
1: is the he didn't get injured? Yeah, he'd be, yeah. <laughs> he'd be a Heisman ceremony. Well,
0: I mean Stetson Bennett's undefeated, I think, or not, not no. Probably two years ago he started some games where they probably
2: lost, but. Well, didn't didn't mean, lose the game to Bama last year? The that's first one? true, that's true. That's
0: true. Da- Daniels is sitting there saying, "Wrong guy transferred out." Man, I'm undefeated. <laughs> uh, Emory Jones, the former Florida quarterback that went to Arizona State, lands at Cincinnati with Scott Satterfield. They these have, are all
2: hilarious because these are all like third or fourth transfers now. Yeah, like these quarterbacks yeah. are just like journeymen. You know, <laughs> forget the about a journeyman electrician. How about a journeyman college quarterback? <laughs> Just like a, a new scenery every year. Yeah, uh, Emory Jones say oh, I had enough of these fake
0: breasts out here in Tempe. Let me go get some Skyline chili and Cincy. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he had Malik Cunningham. Does uh, does Emery Jones
1: uh, Satterfield and Jones is that a good match, Patty C? Um. Yeah. I mean, I guess in terms of what he's probably used to. Um, you guys would have a better uh knowledge of his history prior to uh Cunningham. I mean he had Cunningham essentially the entire time he was at No, he's been at, he was there what like 4 or 5 years? No, he had Cunningham uh, the whole time though. He had Cunningham yeah. the whole the time the entire time. Yeah. And yeah. Like, Cunningham was a starter every single year he was there? I believe so. Uh, I, know, wow. I,
0: I think he got injured some and they brought in a backup, yeah. but
2: yeah. I don't okay. think Emory Jones is as good as Cunningham, but I think it's a no. decent fit there because he does have that, you know, dual threat capability. Yeah.
0: Good. Uh let's get to the next one Graham Mertz goes to Florida Billy Napier first season six and seven probably shouldn't even have been in a bowl got fortune against Utah got
2: fortune against South Florida um why was Florida even interested I am
1: confused <laughs> I mean you have to question his uh eye for talent at this point
0: <laughs> I mean there's why? there's a lot of good quarterbacks out there I don't understand it
2: yeah why why even burn a scholarship on him I mean I guess he could be solid somewhere, but not in Florida. I mean, if, if you're in Florida, you gotta be have your 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 um, sight set higher than that. Come on. Yeah, yeah. I was a bit hey, surprised. The stars
1: still. Uh, the stars still have weight. Five stars is five stars. I guess.
2: Yeah, sure. How's
0: his shirt company doing? Getting a lot of sales. Mm-hmm first
1: NIL, first NIL
0: player right there. He had his own logo. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. It's ridiculous. Is it? Uh, hopefully it's a, it's just a, a logo of dog shit because that's the way he's fucking played. All right. Uh, D, DJ, Yu transfers to Oregon state five-star talent going to Jonathan Smith who played quarterback uh, at Oregon state, you know, won a fiesta bowl there. He also was uh, the, uh, he was an OC, I believe with Kellen Moore at Boise state. Then he was at Washington when they had uh, their playoff run. Can he revive DJU's career personally? I love this this get. I I heard uh, many people saying that it's not DJU; it's more so Clemson. I think you don't need to set the world on fire with the Oregon State's rushing attack. I think you just got to be able to complete like I don't know, like fifty eight percent of your passes. Uh, and and I, his, you know, he's got a little bit of wheels. I think it. Fits. I think it makes Oregon State a really good team next year. What do you What do you make of that,
2: Nick? Oh, he's certainly better than what they had this year. And as soon as Oregon State is mentioned, Dryden pops up in the chat. <laughs> yeah. But uh no, I think it's a good get too. I mean, look, we know. I think we know what DJ's limitations are. He's never going to be the most prolific passer, but there could be something to The offense and the coordinator he's had the last two years as well. So I think it is a great fit and. It kind of does show you the drop off, though, because you know, I mean, no offense to Oregon State, but DJU has a huge name, and I don't know if if other big programs weren't interested, or or maybe he just thought this was the best fit for him. So it, it does seem like a a good fit here. Well,
0: you know, I heard that he was going to go to Hawaii, and I heard like it was like a according to twenty four seven sports they had that hundred percent thing to Hawaii, wow. and he ends up at Oregon State. He doesn't have that Dr Pepper nil money that he got from year one at Clemson, but. Uh, or year one as a starter, I should say. But I do think it's a good get. Patty C., what do you think of DJU
1: at Oregon State? Well, uh, to Nick's point, um, you know, as far as a step up, it, he had similar, you know, numbers in some regards to Ben Uh He was, uh, Branson was 62.4% completion percentage, uh, DJU was only 61.9. Both in a in the seven range, 7.0 range of uh, yards per attempt and adjusted yards per attempt, but the touchdown to interception ratio is where it's wildly different. Gold Branson at nine touchdowns, five interceptions this year. DJU twenty two touchdowns, seven interceptions this year. So uh, if they can get that kind of production out of him, then yeah, they're Pac twelve contenders right away. I mean, they're Pac twelve all contenders without him,
2: but yeah. yeah, they were this yeah. year. You could yeah. also argue that Clemson was kind of like Notre Dame last couple of years where. They didn't have too many weapons on the outside for, you know, DJU to take advantage of.
0: True. Very true. Uh, I got to get to the next one. Devin Leary to Kentucky. I was shocked at this. It's such a lateral move to me. NC state to Kentucky. I don't, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Um, I guess, yeah, I mean, it's tough
1: I, to really have much to say about that.
0: It it just seems like, you know, he'll do.
2: Yeah. He'll do solid at <laughs> Kentucky, but. The only thing I can think of is that maybe he had to sit down with Dorn and maybe Dorn said, Hey man, we're going through a youth movement. We think MJ Morris is going to be our guy next year, you know? And yeah, you know, so if you, you know, we'd love to have you back, but just understand that it might not be your job anymore. That's the only thing I can think of. But, uh, there was a, obviously with, uh, what's his name? Levis leaving. There was a, an opening at Kentucky potentially. So, We'll see in a couple of days how their backups fare in the bowl game because I don't think they look very good when Levis was hurt this year. So, uh, you know, it's a decent spot for him, I suppose.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I don't know. I just feel like they said everyone was after, it. like, Leary. I personally think Larry is overrated by the national media. I think he's a good college quarterback, but seeing like 24 uh, seven transfer portal quarterback rankings and having him number one, I think it's, I, I completely disagree with it. Um, but i think he's i think he's solid but they said that everyone auburn was looking at him uh you know a bunch of different schools i'm probably forgetting most of them but i just wonder if kentucky is the most i get i mean i get it will levis is projected to be number 1 so maybe he's looking at that
2: thinking that could be me i don't know um yeah they're like hold oh, on will levis is number 1 shit maybe they could yeah. make me number 1 <laughs> well he's like i'm better you than him better. and i actually would
0: be like yeah he might be uh <laughs> But uh, I mean, so we still have a lot of names out there, and that's why I'm surprised at Mertz to Florida. Uh, Grayson McCall still out there, could be Liberty, I guess. Oregon State, he could scratch off the board. Uh, could be Auburn. Brennan Armstrong still out there. Now I know that Notre Dame's been speculated. I know also uh, NC State because Robert and I's connection. Uh, Hank Bachmeyer still out there. Spencer Sanders, obviously Sam Hartman is is rumored to Notre Dame. He's still out there. I see the chat was mentioning Mike Wright from Vanderbilt. Yes, he's still out there. Luke Altmeyer, the, the guy who almost won the starting job at Ole Miss. All those QBs are out there. It Makes you wonder why you would settle with Graham Mertz, uh, or you know, or some of these other names, perhaps.
2: And uh, even like getting Mertz, where you know, yeah, you're like maybe he'll compete for the job, but that might you know persuade another quarterback not to go to Florida. Like, oh, you know what? They already got somebody in the portal. I'm not. I'm, I'm no longer interested in Florida. So yeah, if you're the Gators, I think rather than jumping on an average guy that quickly, you kind of wait and play it out and see if you can grab someone better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 100%. I mean, okay. So next let's switch over to some coaching news. Brian Newberry is the new head coach at Navy, the defensive coordinator. Uh, so they fired Nima Lolo and they fired him like directly after the game. Apparently really disrespectful the way that uh, from what I understand the way it went down, like, didn't even like give him a couple days like they lost the the army game and you know he fumbled at the 2 yard line there or 1 yard line and they lose that game in overtime and they fired him like apparently like right right after the game ended like to pack your shit up
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> not and, quite on the tarmac but uh but in my, the locker my, room
0: i've heard speculation that newberry was kind of against him with the ad like mm. uh which kind of, I, I mean who knows how true that is but uh, he is the new head coach at Navy. Nia Montalolo out.
1: Uh, you got to think. So, are oh, you saying? There's a little inside job there. Might,
0: yeah, I think. It, I think it could have been. Could have been there uh, from what wow. I've heard.
2: Usually, but, that never works out well for that new coach that gets the gig. That's true. Yeah. If there is some kind of, you know, because that just shows you he really can't be trusted.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and Niemontalolo is the winningest coach in Navy history. To do that, kind of kind of a bold move. I wonder. Do you think anyone takes a shot on the triple option of Ken uh in the next year or two, Petty C?
1: Uh, we would have to scour the country. We, we've had some foresight. I mean, heck, we called Bobby Petrino to uh, uh, UNLV. Vegas.
0: Hey, I called Dion yeah. of Colorado,
1: man. Let's go. There you go. I mean, once the once the bug gets in your head and you see that it makes sense, you know, there's a chance that it could happen. But we would have to look. I don't even know what teams would be open to the triple option at this
2: point. Well, you know what they should do if, if he doesn't land the head coaching gig, which is challenging because there's not a whole lot of triple option teams out there. Army should hire him as like a special assistant or something. Cause you know, he'd like, oh. you know, he'd be dying oh. to stick it to Navy. So be, I think that's a heavy perfect.
0: That would, be <laughs> that would be absolutely fantastic. That would um, be absolutely
2: fantastic. That would make me my interest in watching the game go up too. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Of course. Any of that. Anytime you get bad blood going on, uh, Travis Hunter transferred to Colorado. A lot of people, uh, you know, it's funny. He, uh, he had tweeted out that, uh, that Florida state had contacted contact, co- contacted him the night of him uh, announcing he was going to Colorado. So the number one recruit in the transfer portal and the number one recruit in uh, last year's college football season, going to Colorado. And now you have the speculation of Cormani McClain, who was supposed to sign with Miami uh, five-star the number two recruit, the number one cornerback recruit, but number two recruit in the nation besides arch Manning uh, that Deion Sanders has been in touch with them. Is there, there, there there's already rumblings that they're going to have the top two cornerbacks in the past two years as they're starting cornerbacks at Colorado. But what do you make of the, of uh, the portal get and the possibility of McLean to the buffs, Patty C.
1: Not only that, but you know, I don't know if he's any good, but uh, Shiloh Sanders, you got primetime son at safety. That's a loaded secondary right there. If if all of those dudes can ball, you know, give that another year or two, and uh, you know, they might be that '90s Colorado defensive backfield, and Colby will be in heaven.
2: Oh yeah, oh yeah, already there. Just the fact we have money coming in, exactly. And to Gbbo Far's point, yeah, Colby's head might be continually disappearing with his background here but his, his uh, Colorado Buffalo's boner is only growing. Oh, <laughs> so very true. We're back. His head baby. might disappear, but you might see his other one soon.
0: I, I'm very curious. What do you guys think on this? It, it
2: you know, coming up from the bottom. <laughs> what, 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 do you, what do you think? Knock, knocking the microphone over. <laughs>
1: right. We got to stop talking about this. <laughs> what,
0: what, what do you think though? Do you think we're going to see? Cause you basically, I, I am regardless of whether Deion Sanders works out or not from a, from a wins and losses, which I I think will based on talent, maybe he doesn't win, you know, the national championship or the PAC 12 championship or something, but uh, just the fact we got buy-in from everybody at Colorado, I'm, you know, super fucking excited. And I think, you know, going behind the scenes and learning some of these things. And I, I, by the way, I think we're going to have the play-by-play guy on uh, in the next couple of weeks. I've been in contact with him, Mark Johnson, shout out to Mark Johnson. Um, but everyone went to buy in they knew it was a pivotal time for football and and I, I wonder if like you see cal or 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 stanford or some of these other schools that maybe football is not first maybe syracuse you know like they're at a pivotal point where you got to wonder about their future in college football and i think that's why colorado ponied up the money and basically went all in on football again which they haven't done since the fucking 90s um, Smart.
2: that's the first smart thing they've done in a long time
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah but it's already I mean, paying major if... dividends. Do you, do you think I don't know if you mentioned... what's that? No, so go ahead. Go.
0: No, I'm saying, do you think there'll be more programs,
1: you know, doing this, uh, you know, essentially? Well, I mean, we obviously, I don't know. Do we mention that already? Uh, Ed Reed? Well, no, I
0: was
2: going to get to that, but yes, Ed Reed just hired a Bethune cookman, but I'm talking about a little bit different there. I yeah. Think. But yeah, what... I think there's going to be teams that we don't know. I don't think we, well, I don't know. We're probably don't know who it's going to be, whether it be Stanford or Cal or Syracuse, who knows, but I think there will be teams that that'll pop up Boston college. Maybe they have an, Yeah. And, and yeah. they'll say like, look, we're going all in chips in the middle of the table. You know, we got this NIL, we're going to compete with the best we can and we're going to go for it. So yeah, I think we'll, we'll see teams do that, especially, you know, in the coming years where the, the, the money you earn, that the disparity between other teams might grow even larger so yeah I think so.
0: I think in a, and another interesting thing about the Dion thing is like I know he's got the barstool hookup but he has got his son's company documenting everything and I know you know we old people probably think that's that's terrible right but <laughs> but but you know and I know NC Nick, you were alluding to this with that text message with the kid that dropped the ball but he's got this thing going nonstop and he's using that as a recruiting tool and he got to sure. he got to deal with Amazon this is going to be a weekly show the colorado thing and i think it's going to have a, from what i was hearing was that it would be a trickle down effect to their nil the players getting wow. some some coin from amazon potentially
1: um said uh, taking the longhorn network to a, a different uh, level you know out uh, when you're when you have your own amazon deal for your team that's dude. that's unique What game are you going to next year? Colby?
0: Oh,
2: we're, we're, we're setting it up, man. I'm super (laughs) excited.
0: What what do you think a realistic expectation is next year on the Colorado? Uh, Look, they landed the number one tight end in the recruiting class. They got a four-star transfer wide receiver from UCF or I'm sorry, from USF. Uh, They've been hitting the, hitting the portal heavy. I think they have the third best portal recruiting class currently. uh, If you if, if those mean anything, Uh, but What do you think a realistic expectation should be for Dion and and the Buffs next year? Eleven Power Fives in Colorado State on the schedule.
2: I think I think they can compete for the Pac-12 championship. I think they probably maybe they fall a little short, but I mean, if you look, you know, like we said, Oregon State was kind of right there. Washington was right there. Look at the look at the jump that Washington took from twenty twenty one to twenty twenty two, just with a new coach. I mean, yeah, sure they have they had more talent. You know, to start last year or th- this year than Colorado does right now, but still, uh, I think uh, with the transfer portal, I think you can you can jump up
1: quickly. Yeah, Patty, see what uh, do you think? I disagree. I think six and six should be you should be happy going bowling. I think seven and five you should be very happy. I think five and seven should be considered a, a real possibility and not a total L. If he gets to eight, that's incredible, but you know, even I would say State, six would and six,
2: six is a major disappointment. if you ask me. Colby, with, would,
1: would you be happy with six and six? I mean, for year Dude, one, he is turning around a ship that is going at 900 miles an hour in that direction, and he's having to flip that thing around in one year.
2: It's Our different nowadays, up. though.
0: I think the hardest thing is the schedule. You you get eleven power fives, and you know two of those are are the two out of conference are TCU, who's in the playoffs, and and Nebraska who should be good based on recruiting rankings.
2: Again, it's not a fair comparison, but look at Brian Kelly at LSU year one, he wins the sec West. That is not at all. I know a lot more talent at LSU, but a lot, a lot of players (laughs) left also. I actually
0: think if you look at it and and I know USC had way more talent, but the fact that USC brought in that many transfers, maybe, maybe that would be a a junior version of USC who went, I don't know, but so I would mm -hmm. think like seven and five, eight and four would probably be what. What you would expect? I think hey, I, you guys think are, are, at that you're point, setting
1: right. the bar really high. You're setting the bar really high for year one. Okay. Hey. Okay. All right. Let's go. Uh. Well, we got some. Let, other me, stuff. let me let me throw this little nugget in here though. You know, I remember Colorado getting two uh, Jim Thorpe Award winners in three years in '92 and '94. Looking back, it looks like these uh, Thorpe Awards come in twos. Deion Sanders and Terrell Buckley in the late 80s, early 90s, four years apart. Uh, Then Oklahoma had Roy Williams and Derek Strait, two years apart. Michael Huff and Aaron Ross at Texas, back-to-back years. Patrick Peterson and Morris Claiborne, back-to-back years. So, I mean, could we see a Travis Hunter, Cormani McClain throwback and the Thorpe Award just making its home in Boulder?
2: That would be fantastic. Oh, and, oh, and Patty C, a former defensive <laughs> back, cares about the Thorpe Award. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's why Dion came to Colorado so he can get a couple of Thorpe <laughs> uh, Jim
1: Thorpe, probably the coolest athlete ever. I'm sorry we didn't uh he didn't get the I don't even know. Uh, Balitnikov. I mean, Fred is <laughs> pretty cool, let's be honest. But yeah, and,
0: and he didn't exist when Jim Thorpe was playing ball. Um, but uh,
1: a legend yeah. is a legend.
0: I mean, look, and I've gotten some DMs saying, How could I support Colorado going out and getting all these portal players? Right. And I'll say you, this, man. you Col- been
2: anti portal.
0: Yeah. And and Colorado got raided last year. You're looking everywhere, you, you look everywhere. It, it, What TCU starting safety is a Colorado transfer. Uh, USC starts two guys that are Colorado transfers. Uh, Christian Gonzalez, the starting corner for for uh, for Oregon, who's opting out of the bowl game. Colorado transfer. Uh, Iowa State starting receiver, Colorado transfer. So we learned that we need to just go all in because we just got raided. We lost like thirty
2: players to the fucking portal. Don't hate the player, hate the game. The NIL is the game these days. Okay, so either you play it or you fall by the wayside.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I I wonder if we even get Deion Sanders if it wasn't for that. I'm almost thankful that that happened because I don't know that we would have been that desperate. I think they they realized like, "Whoa, all these players that we had that were decent are all dipped out." And
1: you know, we need to not we need only to, that. What's that? Deion would not have come if the transfer portal wasn't a tool available at true. his disposal.
0: True. True. Yeah. Very true. So Ed Reed got hired at Bethune-Cookman. Uh, you've seen this recent, Dion's kind of started a trend here where there was Eddie George going to Tennessee state. Although Eddie George is what? Nine and 13 uh, Hugh Jackson got hired at grambling three and eight in year one Ed Reed. Will it work out? Dion actually, if you, if you go by those metrics of just going and hiring NFL guys, Dion was by far the most successful from a win percentage. Now, granted he had one more year than all those, or than than George and two more years than Jackson, but will Ed Reed work out at Bethune Cookman, Nick?
2: Who the hell knows, man. Wasn't uh Bubba McDowell. Another one. Yeah. And he had a good year though. He had a good year yeah. at, at Prairie view. He's a, he's he year one full first
0: uh, full year. They were, I think were it solid. just
2: depends on the individual, man. College coaching, college football is a complete grind and, and is Ed Reed who is very well, well to do and lives a very comfortable life. Is he willing to, to, to do the grind? I mean, that's one of the big things. So I, who knows if it's going to work or not, but I think if you're Bethune Cookman, why the hell not take a chance? Yeah. I think it's a home run just because he'll bring in the the talent, whether you win the games or not, his name alone puts yeah. you on a, on, on, on a map somewhere, you know? So yeah. Why not Patty? See what do you well, make of it? The
1: other thing is, uh, well, Ed Reed, you know, the, when you mentioned the grind, obviously, yeah, that's a big concern, whether any pro player, you know, we see it in basketball all the time where these guys just aren't cut out for the the actual grind of the recruiting trail and the season and the preparation. but. Ed Reed supposedly at Miami was one of the guys that had them doing the off-season workouts and really established that grind culture at Miami while he was a player there. Um, and he seems he, I, like
2: he I, lives and breathes football. It's true.
1: Yeah, I think he's still been involved with Miami football program. Yeah, and so um, yeah, I think we'll see how he does. it. I mean, it's a huge jump as a head coach, but I think uh, HBCU is a great, great plug-in for you know former players, and so I, I hope this trend continues
2: me too. Me too. I love, I love you. Oh, you can uh, even put Trent Dilfer in that mix. I guess. I mean, that's he coached true. high school. A little no, you're bit. right.
0: You're a hundred percent right. Trent Dilfer in there Yeah. Uh, out of the fucking blue. I want to touch base. What, what else do we have here? Rocky long was hired as defensive coordinator at Syracuse. The guy's like 90 years old, but he's killing it. Uh, <laughs> long, it. T- long time friend of Babers. I believe he just goes around doing charity to all of his former friends. Uh, new DC at Syracuse. Should the, should we watch out for the orange next year? Patty C? Uh,
1: I mean, is it still there? Is he, is he, gonna no, he's at left? NC
0: state, but his assistant that he's been raving about for years, who was previously at Virginia as their quarterback's coach. I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. He is the new OC. So I think he's going to be running a nice offense essentially.
1: Hmm. Depending on how well he can, you know, implement that or Keep it keep it running. I don't know. I mean, it kind of bogged down toward the end of the season, obviously, but at the beginning of the season it was rolling. Um, part of yeah, that Long- was the shredder getting hurt too, though. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Long should be a huge uh huge game. Ye- you can't them. win like-
0: games with Rocksteady and Bebop at quarterback.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh all right. I think it's, just- it's a good fit because I think the Syracuse
2: defense was good this year. And I know um, Tony White went to take the same job at Nebraska. And Colby, I think you're thinking of Jason Beck. Yeah, Jason. Is, Beck, uh, yeah. The new OC. Was he a quarterback? I think I had John Beck for BYU, right? Yeah. Yeah. Never mind. But uh I
0: think it's a good fit. But he is a quarterback's coach, so maybe he played QB for all I all I know. Uh all right. Before we get to picking games, guys, I wanted to go through. You know, we were we we graded all the hires in the offseason. I can't remember. I didn't go back and listen to that episode to see if our grades we probably will in the offseason, but uh, I wanted to just touch base on like what we think the, what will we grade year one for these coaches? And I'll, I'll start off in the ACC and I'll start with Mike Elko at a Duke. plus
2: what other grade do you want to D- give? Him? He's got a great recruiting class coming in too. Did you see that he, the Duke's best recruiting class in a long time? Plus, he he got Al Blades Jr. coming over the via the portal from Miami. He already got uh, of oh, Brook, an offensive lineman, coming over from Stanford. Dude, I mean, I I, I am totally shocked. Duke finished the season, I think, it was eight and four. Dude, they might uh, be contenders
0: to They 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 didn't lose. They're not losing much next year. Right. I was looking at their production. Yeah, no one. I think they had three players that were backups hit the portal. Right. He maintained everything. I mean, I, I guess they could hit the portal again in in April or whatever. But
2: fantastic uh, job, A plus. I mean, well, come on, D- dude. I mean, you know how bad Duke was the last the last two years? They were awful.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: Patty C, Excellent what do you think?
1: Kobe uh, looks like Duke's only at number fifty, but that probably is one of their no, better recruiting. That's job. what I'm saying. They
0: were raving about it. I was watching a show. I think it was on the ACC Network saying the biggest storyline in recruiting in the ACC is Florida State and Duke. And I'm sitting there like, wow. Wow. <laughs> like they, I think they knew Miami was going to kill it. Uh, so that was already like obvious, but they were surprised yeah. that Florida State and uh, Dukes come up. Um, but uh, okay. So let's, let's go to the, the, let's go to Brent pry Virginia tech.
1: I mean, D? yeah, probably.
2: Yeah. I, I we mean, we got to
1: be fair and, and given the grade he's earned I'm not writing them off. Now, yeah, now it's just one year. He but. turned it around a little at the end of the year there.
0: Well, Bud Foster also kind of tipped his hand at this when he had we had him on the show. He was like, uh, you know, he's gonna take some time, he said. He's but said compare
2: he, it with Duke. Don't tell me he he came into a worse true. situation than, true. Than, than in Durham.
0: Very true. Very true. And that that's why, you know, in nowadays college football, I don't think you're afforded that well, unless you're Eli Drankowicz, you're really afforded <laughs> a long leash and and Year one, uh, you know, they have a rabbit you know, rabbit fan base. I don't know if that will work out. Tony Elliott at UVA. Let me ask you that: Pry at Tech or Elliott at UVA? Who should be more optimistic about the first year?
1: Those are your boys, Patty See What you got? <laughs> Those are tough. That is slim pickings right there for the <laughs> the state schools. There, um, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm. Ugh, I guess I'm more as optimistic about Pry just because. He, what he, two of the last three games he lost were by one point um so if those had turned into wins then he went he ends on a three and four or a three and one uh you know end of the season i think meanwhile Elliot was struggling but i don't i'm not as low on Elliot as you guys are even still even still you know mm. i hold th- out, hey, keep keep the faith you keep. gotta give the guy a chance you know it could be that everything was so geared toward a nice funky ass offense and that gave everyone fit that when it came back down to earth and we got a real look at what that talent really was, we saw it for what it really was. And so now maybe Elliot's got to go out and get some talent to make it work for him. And maybe he's capable of that. You got to give him time right now, though, like Kobe pointed out, recruiting, not looking so good.
0: <laughs> the worst, are all the power five I read. Oh, man. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. So <laughs>
2: uh, well,
1: that, that that exactly what, Yeah.
0: what's next? <laughs> well, uh, what's next in the ACC is Mario Cristobal who I, I wonder let's rank the ACC Jeez. hirings because Mario Cristobal won in 6 against bowl teams this year.
2: Wow. Uh <laughs> Who won the Virginia Tech Miami game? Miami did. Barely, it. I think. I think barely.
0: <laughs> I think that it was in Blacksburg. I think they did win that game. 20 to 14,
1: 14 right. Miami. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Wow. Uh Elko's the clear-cut best hire among the ACC, but the question is, is where do you go on the next 3 pecking order? Miami's easily the most talented team for a coach to walk into.
1: Yeah. It'd be I crazy if you didn't say Cristobal, I think yeah. it, so. Crystal yeah. then Pry,
2: then Elliot. Cristobal Ball as, as the okay. second best hire? Well, somebody's got to be the second best.
0: I, I thought <laughs> wait, are are you saying crazy if uh, cr- I thought Patty C was saying crazy if you didn't say he was the worst because he walked into the most amount of talent? Oh. Oh.
1: No, I don't know, oh, man. Rolling in a top five recruiting class. Is more that's valuable that booster. And, uh, that's not crystal
2: ball. That's that booster. Uh, rank them so, any way you want. Who cares? Yeah. They all had an awful first year and have major question marks moving forward. All right, all right.
0: <laughs> let's continue on this. Let's go. Let's go out to the Pac-12 where where Lincoln Riley, USC,
2: Nick. You know, B B plus. have him not an right a? there. You know, at a stake for the playoffs. So can't ask for too much more than that.
0: Not an A though. I think I think some people, yeah, m- some listeners. An a.
1: Yeah, my, my uh, that's my that's fair. I'm fine with either one.
0: Yeah, I think it's an A. Well,
1: I will say that predictably they were soft when it counted. So maybe if your expectation is a coach that can win a championship, he still hasn't proven that. So maybe it is a B plus.
0: All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I, I think an A though, based off of how bad they were a year ago under yeah. Clay Helton. Fair. Uh, Dan Lanning, Oregon. Your thoughts, Patty C
1: that was a, it's actually turning out to be a pretty good, good hire. You know, he turned it around by the end of the year. I like his swag, smoking the cigar. You know, today was a good day after the recruiting uh, signing day, you know, he's doing the Oregon thing a little bit. So I'll give it a, I'll give that one a B plus maybe a, I'll give, uh, I might give it an A. I, I, don't, think
2: I don't think you get both an A. I, I think, I think a B or B plus is a good grade. I would probably yeah. go B plus here. Uh, nine and three first year. Can't argue with that.
0: Yeah, a little bit better than what I thought. Uh, but yeah. same for same for Riley. Uh, right. and, and well, if so, you're gonna
1: say that booster for Miami, you have to say that booster for Oregon too. Well, they have the ultimate booster.
0: Well, I don't know. I mean, I think that might be a, quite the battle, as Miami is just <laughs> killing it. Uh, Phil but yeah, Knight, come on, dude. I mean, I would say right now those two are, are making a big splash. Uh, you saw Oregon's recruiting oh. day. I know you did. Sure. Uh, but Miami, right there as well. How about uh, I'm very interested to see how you guys rank the Pac-12 because Kalen Bauer was the other hire at Washington. Yeah. What do you make of and and I'll even and I'm you know what I'm going to throw in Jake Dickert into these four because that was his first full year. But first, let's talk to Bauer at Washington. That's got to be an A, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I I know in the preseason I was saying Washington was going to be one of the teams I most wanted to watch because I was a, a big DeBauer fan coming over from Fresno and ten and two. Are you kidding me? Michael Penix returns. The team yeah. definitely was ahead of schedule. As you far saw, as what the offense is going to look like too, because they had such a, a lame ass, boring, dull offense for several years, and they needed, you know, a shot of some energy and, and excitement, and and he brought that. So uh, very good first year. Patty
1: C, what would you grade that one? I think I, I got to give it an A 2 I mean, the offense, like you said, exploded. Pretty Num- sure panics, number uh, two the in the nation,
0: team. number two in the nation. That
2: offense. So so yeah. far, look at the Pac-12 hires versus the ACC hires. Ooh. Ooh. And you wonder why the ACC is <laughs> sucking ass lately? <laughs>
1: yeah. Other than Elko.
2: Jeez. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: I mean, other. <laughs> I mean, look, what we're going to see about Cristobal, it, it, but he's he's done. But the fact that Lanning. Kinda has already been more impressive than Cristobal at Oregon with pretty much the same talent. Should tell you who's the better coach there, right? Uh, at least from an X's and Os standpoint. If uh, so how, the fact Miami that Manny Diaz, classes, the, the fact that Manny Diaz
0: was more talented at Miami two years ago than Cristobal was at Miami, <laughs> should tell you something. Because they returned, we'll see about they they returned Van Dyke. Uh, who played as a freshman? Manny Diaz had to battle DeArick King getting injured and then bringing in a freshman. And they had a better record than Mario Cristobal, knowing that, hey, you're bringing in, you're getting this hot shot quarterback. And Mario Cristobal went out and got a slew of transfers last year. It just didn't work out.
1: Um, well, if he can go, what did he go? Like six and six this year? No, they went five and, and seven. St- five and seven and still haul in a top five recruiting class. Imagine That's if not Chris. I mean,
0: Cristobal is a good recruiter historically, but I really is believe a great recruiter. That is this, why this is, is what no. he's been renowned this, for. This has nothing to do with Mario Cristobal. This has to do with John Ruiz and the fact that the NIL is legal. It could have been Patty C coaching, and I think they would have been landing these these recruits because they're paying their ass off.
1: Well, Miami was paying it before. It should have been more of an advantage than when other teams weren't paying. Now they got to actually well, compete with other teams. Well, if Man that's the D- case, is, uh, if that's
0: the case, then why are you going five and seven
1: coaching still
2: matters a lot. And you know, to, to circle this around to the Dion conversation, we're still not sure how good of a coach Dion is. The smart thing is though, is that he, he surrounded himself with good coaches so far. I'm not sure if crystal Bowl's done that. Um, so, uh, but what, we are we still in the pack 12 or what? Yeah. I want to talk. I about All I know is we're about an hour in and we haven't
0: picked a game yet. Well, we only have like <laughs> 10 games to talk about. You crazy <laughs> bastard. Uh, how about uh, Jake Dickert at Washington state? I, I think, higher. I think he had a great first year considering. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Overachieved that's probably, probably more in the, in the B range, I guess, seven uh, and six beat their win total
0: record though. Still has a chance to go eight and six, right? I don't
2: Who know playing in the I mean, whole game. The bowl game, Fresno. They oh, lost they lost. To oh, six. you're right. You're, lost, right. you're right. You're right. So okay, because they had a they bunch of injuries looked. and people that transferred out. Yeah. So yeah, I'd I, say a B. I think. It, I think it looks like a, a solid hire.
1: I mean, tough schedule when you go seven and five in the regular season, but your losses are to Oregon, USC, Oregon State, Utah, and Washington. It's like okay, that is a ballbuster schedule, and a lot of those games were close losses. You know, so if they get marginally better in year two, then it could be an a hire, but for now, yeah. Seven and five. you Got to call it a B what's,
0: what's that pecking order though. Uh You go Lincoln Riley one to Bauer two. Uh, I'm guessing for us, it would be Lincoln Riley what? one to Bauer. It might be to one. You could make a case to Bauer one. Uh, I go I, Riley to Bauer, Lanning.
1: Lanning. Dickard. Dickard.
0: Okay. Sure. Okay. Probably. Um. All right, Well, let's hop on over to the, uh, the good old, uh, well, actually, you know what we should do is the independence. Cause you had Marcus Freeman at Notre Dame, Jim Moore at Yukon, Jerry kill at New Mexico state and Don Brown at UMass. I think Don Brown walks away clear cut, but he might've walked into the worst. I don't know. I don't know. I guess I, I don't know where you would put that as far as the worst scenario. Either either way, Don Brown disappointing. See, I think they only won two games. Might might have only been one. I gotta rec- I can't recall. And then you had Jerry Kill seven and six as New Mexico State remains one of the only teams undefeated in bowl season. Three zero oh, and one all time, but seven and six that's a great season at New Mexico State year one. Jim Mora six and seven, but got him to a bowl. And considering that he lost a starting quarterback, former four star Taquan Roberson, in the first game for the season.
1: Yeah, and then and you, you haven't have Marcus mentioned Freeman. Marcus Freeman yet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no,
0: that's what I was doing. And then Marcus Freeman okay. at Notre Dame, who kind of weathered the storm, but it kind of had some tough losses at the same time that normal Notre Dame fans are not accustomed to. What would you guys rank uh these? And what t- talk a little
2: bit about uh who, who you know who you think the best hire was. Well, I think you pretty much ranked it in the order you just gave him out. I think uh, the kills job at New Mexico state has been fantastic. Obviously this year, Uh, same with the job at UConn, Notre Dame, I would say it's a C plus first year. Mm. Um, Still, I think there's a very bright future there. Uh, but it wasn't it wasn't a great first year, right? I mean wh- you
0: can't have the, loss to, to what Stanford who finished, I think, dead last in the Yeah, 20. Marshall. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. You
1: know, I think I losses. Yeah, losses. I think that's it's a fair a, grade. Beating Clemson, beating the ACC champ is a nice nice win. True. Um, keeping it close against Ohio State a playoff, an invitational team, you know. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm going to give it a B just because uh, the recruiting is good. The program still looks like it has high end potential under his watch. Obviously, there is a little like you know turmoil and I don't know rough patches early on, but I think like like you said, he weathered the storm. Um, Eight and four is still a very solid first year. I agree. And it was with a backup quarterback the entire time, like right before the season, his quarterback gets hurt. So um, I'm going to give him a little bit of a pass. I'll give him a B. Mm. But Mora certainly an A. I feel like, right? And yeah, then definitely. kill an A plus. Yeah. yeah. Uh but Don, Don brown, brown, yeah, yeah. one and eleven. And I, I mean, only I, win over Stony Brook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's Wolves. a
0: bigger project. And and you know, I maybe not a bigger project. I think you could argue that the other two, Yukon and New Mexico State, might have been just as hard to win it. Um, either way, uh, I think you gotta go. I would go kill one, Mora two, Freeman three, brown four. Agreed. So um, Let's talk a little bit about uh, good old SEC action here. You got you got Brian Kelly and his family at LSU, <laughs> Billy Napier at Florida, and I believe those were all of the SEC hires, right? Am I drawing wow, blank? That it, just two? Draw, am I drawing a blank here on one? No, no I
2: think I you're think right. That's it. I think yeah, you're right. Well, uh, Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly's an A. He just yeah. won the toughest division in football for the last ten years. In his first year, Brian
1: Kelly is not an A. There's really? the LSU has had top five talent year in, year out, and the dude went what nine and four. That is not a, a up he to one. He won the SEC fight. West. Yeah, I it, think a down SEC West. Doesn't matter the, SEC West. At the he end won of the, the year. SEC West. <laughs> Aren't LSU
0: fans saying, Hey, we beat Bama, we you know, we won. not only did we win the SEC West, he won he beat Bama and Saban, which I I I think. With the exception of what one year with Orgeron, they'd had a really hard time doing, with with the two previous coaches.
1: So uh, yeah, I mean, no, that's a great win for him. That is a great win. Now he happened to get Bama in the worst year they've had in the last twelve years. So bravo, he did it on the last play of the game. Great job. Who's this okay. hater over it's here? Crazy. Yeah, who's this hater? Yeah. He not- lost to A and M by fifteen. This team sucks. Okay, they lost to uh, Tennessee by twenty-seven, four touchdowns. Uh, That is not up to LSU. LSU won the national championship three years ago. That's the expectation. Nine and four is in in year one.
0: Yeah, no, we the win total was seven. Yeah, six and a half. I think. Yeah, I think six.
1: Because the pollsters uh, can look at the situation and analyze it for what it is doesn't mean that that's what the people at Baton Rouge expect, and they have the talent. I don't know uh, man I think year that.
2: one I'll say it one more time Year one you win the SEC West <laughs> it's hard to And hard Bama. Than I think a. that that's all they really care about right yeah. there is
0: beating Bama and and getting
1: getting Saban right um, I'll get it like a soft B plus
2: and meanwhile your other guy in Gainesville I think that is probably a D yeah I mean I still, think that, they're still bold but still I mean I don't think that's going to
0: work out, man. I I think think to to fire Dan Mullen, who was what a year removed of the sec championship. Crazy, absolutely fucking crazy. And I mean, we'll see because it's only year one, but six and seven. And in my opinion, they were closer to a four win team than a seven win team to me. Like they should have probably lost to Utah and South Florida. South Florida was up like 80% of that game. I think if you watch the Utah game, you'd say, Hey, Utah looks like the better team.
2: Very fortunate to well, be six and seven. Don't worry, Graham Mertz is, is coming. Yeah, the favorite. savior.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, let me tell you this though: the floor of the SEC East has risen. So you know, close games for a year one coach that would have been one at Florida before now are tougher. You know, and he took else. So I do think you got to give Napier some time
0: we'll see. We shall see. Uh, what else do we want to talk about here? We got what the big 10 that they didn't have any new coaches. Did they?
2: Wow. None. That's surprising.
0: I don't think they don't had think a new so. coach. Yeah. Um, which is crazy. It's just crazy. They will in this next year, but uh, yeah. Okay. Then let's go through. Uh, what do you think? Uh, oh, the big 12. I said big 12. You
2: got sunny Dykes at TCU. Okay, I think that wins. <laughs> uh, B plus. If I'm Patty C grading them, you know, <laughs> it, it didn't lose that championship game to K State.
1: Colby, D, how much crowd you on the old? Yeah.
0: Well, no. I, uh, look, I said this to be fair. I said he's a guy that's going to be seven and five and six and six every year. Uh, I'm eating tons of shit there, but I, it's not like I said he would be like oh and fucking twelve. I thought like he right. was serviceable but i thought it was not a home run hire clearly i'm a fucking idiot
1: uh, well we'll see what he does after this having a heisman level quarterback which i don't know if duggan would be year in year out certainly that's has something to do with what he coached him up to be but uh, i don't know if he's going to be able to do that year in year out because he hasn't done it before and i know, you know? we've mentioned this before
2: but he didn't start duggan week 1 Yeah, Colorado. Colorado gave him a gift. Was it Chandler? Was it yeah, Chandler Morris knocked out Chandler Morris. Yeah,
0: knocked out Chandler Morris. Colorado did gave me a little gift, a little 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 dust up gift. All right. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) What about Joey McGuire at Texas Tech? Their first seven win season since Mike Leach. Their first like clear winning season. The other years they went six and six and then lost the bowl game. Ended up six and seven. Uh so and first, that
2: was with a ton of injuries too. So four, I mean, they, different they, they, yeah, four different quarterbacks started. Four different quarterbacks. I I'd say you give that at least a B, if not a B plus.
1: Yeah. I yeah. mean, I want to take a peek back at their schedule. Seven and five beat Oklahoma. That's a W. Their first season uh,
0: beating Oklahoma beat Texas, and
1: Texas the same year ever. And Houston. I mean, uh that's okay. Beautiful. B plus. Think, yeah, you got to be happy with that.
0: Yeah. Uh then I want to get to uh Brent Venables Oklahoma. And by the way, Ooh. we're going to get to this game here in a second. I think that might be one of the most important bowl games for Brent Venables cuz uh, having a losing season in year 1 at Oklahoma, if they lose to Florida State, which we will get to in a minute here. Uh Venables, Oklahoma, what do you think?
2: Awful. That's basically the the uh, Napier at, at Florida scenario. Yeah. Yeah. That's they look a better to, by eye uh,
0: test to me though, than Florida did.
1: Yeah. I mean a couple close losses, three point overtime loss at Texas tech, three point loss at West Virginia, uh, three point loss against Baylor to end the season. Um, but they gotta, they gotta get it figured out. I mean, the quarterback situation, pretty rough having to get that figured out after probably everyone thinking of them as what they did have, which was what Mordecai, uh, uh, Williams and um, Rattler, uh, Rattler, yeah, kind of empty covered from a quarterback uh, standpoint, which Oklahoma hasn't had in a long time. So if he gets that figured out, which you got to figure he will, then they'll be back.
0: Okay, let's let's. Uh, but pecking order would probably be obviously Dykes, McGuire, Venables, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's talk a little uh, Sun Belt action because Michael Desimoreau. At Louisiana goes six and seven in year one. Play Helton goes six and seven in year one, and then you have John Sumrall, who went eleven and two at Troy in year one. So the question: oh, year is
2: one or year two for Summerall? Year one. Year one. Year one. Oh, wow. Well, well, that's an A. Well, Lottie
0: fucking died. Right? <laughs> uh, I mean, and
2: then you, you got go to go Helton at two because Georgia Southern had, you know, they weren't expected to go. Six and six and make a bowl and Desor Mo clear number three because Louisiana still had a lot of talent there and uh, they were expected to do a whole lot better than five hundred.
0: I agree. I agree. Patty C, you agree there?
1: Yeah, That's a pretty clear one.
0: Um, let's shift on over to the AAC where you had good old uh Stan Drayton at Temple, Rhett Lashley at SMU. And I believe those are the only two in the AAC. Uh, what'd you guys make of those? And I, I gotta be honest. I was very surprised and Stan Drayton Lashley kind of did what I expected slash a little less than what I expected. Yeah, yeah. I was really impressed by Drayton's first year, especially like after the first four games, they kind of opened up the offense when they went to EJ Warner,
2: they were at least competitive and that yeah. was obviously a much harder position to go into. So I think you rank him. Above uh, SMU, definitely.
1: Yeah, Lashley, yeah. P- yeah, Penny, you. C- C- agree of this season. Yeah, yeah. Ten point loss at Houston, a three point loss against uh, ECU, even a twenty point loss against Cincy. All of those pretty respectable by Temple standards. So I think they're they're happy with that. And yeah, I would say the same thing about Lashley. My slightly underperformed, but they were still competitive at times against good teams. So I don't think you you know get ready to fire him yet. Yeah, I, think they- you, I think you give him some time.
0: And then you got the CUSA with uh, Mike McIntyre at the airport and Sunny Cumbie at Louisiana Tech. Ooh, I think that's pretty clear cut. McIntyre uh, overachieved their win total greatly, and uh, Sunny Cumbie and La Tech were pretty terrible.
2: Nick, yeah. do you agree? Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, I mean, FIU might've only won two or three games still, but that was a lot better than the year before. And uh, I think we kind of knew this, and we kind of called this, but yeah, that's the clear order. In the uh, and they US. beat him head to head. There you go.
0: Yeah,
1: McIntyre.
0: Yeah, that's true. And then you have the well, first, I guess we mentioned the Mac Joe Moore headed Akron. What do you guys think? Two and ten first season, had a lot of clo- close losses.
2: Uh, you, you saw improvement, you saw improvement as the year went along. Again, not an easy situation to go into. I know you thought they were going to do a lot better than that. I, I, I ended up pushing because my game got canceled. So. Yeah, but I'm still not like. <laughs> Down on the higher. I think he still could be the, be you know the right guy for the job, and that's, all you can ask for is to see that continual improvement. Yeah,
1: Patty C. Yeah, I would agree. A, a couple of close losses, like we said, uh, a six point loss against EMU, then they whooped on Northern Illinois, and then a one point loss at Buffalo at the end of the year. You know that that's getting there. It's getting closer for him toward the end. So maybe year two is where we see the jump.
0: All right. And last but not least the, the mountain West, Jeff Tedford at Fresno state, Jay Norvell, Colorado state, Timmy Chang, Hawaii, uh, and Ken Wilson at Nevada. Uh, I think we all had Tedford as an a, he wins 10 games, which I believe for his last four years at Fresno, three of those seasons, 10 win seasons, two of those mountain West championships uh, it's amazing, and including
1: st- opening up a can on Washington State in the bowl game. It's amazing to me that a
0: Power Five never come calling after Cal, after having that much success at Cal, which was, I think, their winningest coach ever. Uh, that that you know, other schools didn't come calling for him, but I think he's the clear cut. Hey, did no, he
1: go straight? Did he go straight into the pros out of Cal, or was he sitting around for a while before he? Uh,
0: no, after Good he got fired, job. after he got fired at Cal, he got a uh, like a quarterbacks coach, I think at the Box, Tampa Bay Box. If memory serves me correct. Yeah, uh, yeah. and then Fresno, but uh, a, a unbelievable job is they win the Mountain West in his first year, back in Fresno, and then you have the question: Norvell, Chang, Wilson, Chang. Actually, I'll, I got to give him a little credit. <laughs> they got better than what I thought. True, true. I, I actually think I would go Chang too. Norvell three, Wilson four, but I also know Wilson walked into an awful scenario. So I kind of forecasted them to go two and 10.
2: If anything, I I was expecting better things from Colorado State. You guys don't need to remind me. I'll put that out there before you guys have a chance to. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I I, I like your order. I'll co sign.
1: All right. Well, three wins at the Ching for Chang. So uh, you got to like, he's getting that home field advantage going. There you go. All right, folks.
0: Well, uh, we're going to get to picking games, but before we do, I want to tell you that the College Football Experience is brought to you by WinBet. It is the official online sports bet sports book, not sports bet, uh, of the sports gambling podcast network and the College Football Experience. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same game parlays. Look, there's reduced ju- uh, juice on sides of, and, and totals for all bowl games. You know, game day of. You got to check it out. Great promos, great odds, great payouts are happening right now at WinBet. Ready to play? Well, sign up today to receive a special offer: bet a hundred dollars, win a hundred dollars. That is limited to state availability. Uh, but there's so much to to, uh, to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash WinBet. The sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash WinBet, and let them know that we sent you. All right offer subjects of change terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and in the present state where play with winbet is available if you or somebody you know is a gambling problem call
2: 1-800-522-4700